So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media? Source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back. Happy Monday to everybody. It's the uh, spoiler-heavy review of Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon, Episode 4. Uh, thank you for joining me. If you're brand new to this channel, by the way, why don't you go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Trying to get to 70,000 by the end of the year. Going to be going on a live tour. Going to be doing stand-up comedy. Going to be doing uh, all of these shows that we do, the big thing, Sith Council, our Star Wars show, our comic book movie show, all that stuff. So head on over there and subscribe, will you? Thanks. Head on over where? Just hit the button. That's all you got to do. All right, let's get into this thing. I love this show, man. I love this show. So much. It's like really uh, captivating, I think is the best word for this show. It's just captivating. It's like you're on the edge of your seat for everything that's said, for every character and everything that they're doing. The politics is done so well in this show. It's like it, it truly encap- encapsulates what the show is called in Game of Thrones and playing for, vying for the title. And the Targaryens just trying to hold on to power. And it goes into all this lore that you learned in Game of the Game of Thrones, the original series, and all that stuff. It also shows you a lot why they have that white hair, a lot of incestual shit going down. It's a fact, by the way. That's why they, that's why they have that hair. I don't know if you know that. Look it up. It's because there's a lot of incestual shit going down, and we saw that uh, in more ways than one in this series. But it starts off. Millie Alcock was just incredible as Rhaenyra. Incredible. So sad that we're going to be le- losing her. Nothing against the other actress. I haven't seen her yet. Or, excuse me, I haven't seen them yet. But, um, but I'm, very, uh, I'm very curious if they're going to be able to hold up to what Millie Alcock is doing. Because Millie Alcock is crushing it as Rhaenyra. So good. Anyway, Rhaenyra's on the throne, or not the throne, doing her tour as she's going to be a, a suitor There's, for, for her hand because her dad's setting up this whole tour. A bunch of people are like, okay, listen, you got to get married. There's a bunch of people out there for you. And um, you know, she's just bored out of her skull. And she's getting a kick out of it. You know, you see a lot of Rhaenyra. She's not like this, this ultimate goodness character. She's good. But she's got a lot of devious or, uh, I don't know, she's got, a, she's got an edge. She's got a real edge. She's, she's humored by... The, the the guy the people coming in and she's humored by the them fighting at the end and the the little kid kills the other guy and she's like yeah whatever this is what it is I gotta I gotta get on my ship but she just she just doesn't want anything to do with us and I love I love that whole segment in the beginning where she's just like why am I here I don't want to be here this kid and I like how they I was I was hoping I was like, going to kill this poor little bastard and he's the one that winds up Stabbing the other guy. And I love that. Good for him. They're on the ship. And then, uh, you know, Dragon comes in and we, we know right away what's about to go down. Our boy, Damon with a fresh new hairdo, is back. 
This whole scene is just such a chess game. This whole episode was just a chess game. He comes in and he's like, yeah, I'm back, everybody. Like, what is this lunatic going to do? And they, they stop him with the sword first. And he's like, no, nah, add it to the... Add it to the collection, will you? Stop breaking my balls. And he knows. He knows how to play the game. And that's the whole thing with him is that he was at one point trying to, like, show his brother, this is what I do, man. Now it's just like, no, I needed your help. You, you didn't want to help me out. We went to war because you were too afraid to do it. We did it. Then you were going to help us out at the very end. Screw you. And I did everything I needed to do. I took out crab-faced McGillicuddy. He's dead. Cut his little bastard ass in half. He was so insignificant, I didn't even show it on camera. I just sliced his little ass and walked up to the beach, dumped him on the beach, cut my hair, had a sandwich, came back with my dragon, knocked into a ship, put on a crown. You're lucky I didn't have my, my dick hanging out. But he shows up, and, um, and here he is. With his brother, who now, you know, says, nah, we're good, man. You're the best. Just don't, just, you can do whatever you want. Just just don't try to bang my daughter, okay? Everything else, he doesn't say that to him, but he should have. Um, but they have this whole conversation. And then as they're, as they're in, in the, you knew that this was going to go down. Because here's this whole scenario. The second this starts going on, you're like, uh-oh. Those freaky Tigarians looking to do some more shit with their hair. Because the whole thing with the necklace, and these two have always had a, a thing, right? And, you know, she's kind of enamored by him a little bit, and his, his pushback, they both have pushed back against the father. And then he takes her out into the streets, and they do their whole Aladdin thing, running around in the Princess Jasmine and Aladdin, running around the streets watching people do plays about them. Oh, that played a little bit more Thor than Aladdin at one point. But um, but she, you know, she's seeing that the the people did, and I love this. She's seeing, he's trying to show her. He's like, listen, listen. They are not going to accept you. You got to be on their side. And she's like, well, screw them. He's like, you, listen, if you want to rule them, you got to care. And he's kind of teaching her at the same time, playing mental games. And he takes her into the brothel, and they have this whole thing. And what I found very interesting was a lot of people didn't read it this way, and I think you need to go back and watch the, the post thing. He doesn't just stop. Initially, you could read it where he just stopped because he realized I'm doing, what I'm doing is wrong. i got to get out of here. But what they tell you is that he can't get excited because he thinks he's in control, and the second she goes, nah, I'm digging this shit, he's like, no, 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 wait a minute. This is A, wrong. B, this is not the, the play. I was trying to kind of overpower her. And I ain't overpowering her. She's digging it. And I can't get excited anymore. I'm out. And he leaves. And I thought that was a very creepy, crazy. And the music playing during that scene, by the way, was, uh, was really eerie. And it's weird. As they were going through the streets, and I'm like, okay, this is, what, what are we doing here? And how it's, it's just, it was going on for a little bit. But in, in hindsight, I'm glad it did. It went on as long as it did. Because that's okay. They just are they just kind of trying to fill time, and they certainly weren't. It was it was the the crux of the whole episode was this scenario. So you really had to take in every little moment that was happening throughout the the scene and everything from the from 
it it says so much about the character of Renary even when she she runs off and she's stopped by the guard and she's in, and she she's getting off on it. She likes being she likes being a, a you know a rebel. She goes around Christ, Christos or I can't remember the guy's name, but, the, but he's he's the guard when she wants a bang later on. Um, he's standing outside. He thinks he's protecting her the whole time. Then Damon gets her all worked up. She comes back and now she's like, okay. Asshole, take off your uh, your armor because it's time to go. And she's playing with him now. And, like, th- it was – now that – you talk about – you talk about really having to be in the mood. It took them 17 hours to get that fucker's armor off. She had to take off the top part. Of the, I mean, by the time you get off the, the you know, the, 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 the just the chest part – Gonna rub one out in the bathroom. It's unbelievable. It's like takes so long to get that stupid thing off. So anyway, it finally happens. You could have watched a full season of Game of Thrones before the this guy gets his armor off, but they do, and then all hell breaks loose after that. All hell breaks loose because after this whole scenario. Damon and doing what he did, and he knew he knew what he did. Then the rumors come out, and then I love this whole thing going down though with Hightower. He's finally he's exposed. He's too ambitious, and I love what I loved about. I think that the the king, by the way, is a very underrated character. He really is. He really is because no, he's not the best king. He even said it a couple times, and he said, like, "I was never the I was never the best warrior in this." But and he even says to Hightower later on, "You taught me how to be king," and. When he's hammered, he seems to be making his best decisions or, or at least can really get into, you know, saying what he wants. But he he has a lot of great scenes. Every single time he has like these longer dialogues, he's confronted by, not confronted, he's told by Hightower that Renera was out there causing shit and might have had sex with her uncle in a bathhouse or whatever or a brothel or whatever. And he's like, well, first of all, why are you spying on my daughter? You're, and he says to him, he's like, your ambition to get your, your grandson on the throne is that high that you would spy on my daughter? And he's, he's 100% right. It's exactly what the guy's doing. And, you know, his, his information's a little out of whack because they didn't, they didn't wind up having sex, but they were fooling around. And then she would have. Damon couldn't get it. Damon couldn't didn't want couldn't get it done. Didn't want to get it done. Took off, but false information. But nonetheless, accurate enough for the King Viserys to say, "Hey, we got to find out what's going on." But it's Alicent, though, which is what I really. I mean, Alicent. And again, we're gonna lose both of these actresses pretty soon as we do this time jump later on. But Alicent then confronts um, Rhaenyra, and she's just like, "Look." We gotta have a conversation here. What happened? And she's like, "Yeah, you, you, wait a minute. This is treason." She's like, "Shut up with the treason. You, you playing? You doing? You doing dirty shit with your uncle or not? I know what you Targaryens are all about." She even says to him, "Your filthy little traditions that you have. How'd you get that hair?" And, she, and she's like, "No, I didn't. I, I swear on so, you know." And it's funny. Millie Alcock once said, "Goes, ah, she didn't lie. Yeah, she lied." Because she says he uh, he never laid a hand on me. Well, that's not true. 
He did. Uh, so she lied. Now, they didn't have sex. That's true. But nonetheless, and she's like, are you still, you know, look, you, your dad went through all, if, if somebody finds out that, you know, you're not a virgin anymore, whatever, you're, what's this going to be? A, it's going to be a problem. She's like, no, 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 I swear. And, and, and then she's not a virgin because she did the, did the, did the deed with the, with, with the knight. So there's a lot of shit going down already. And then he's got any time these two have a conversation, the king and, and Renera, th- their conversations could fill up five hours of the show, and I'd watch a five-hour conversation of it. Their chemistry together as father and daughter and the stuff that they talk about and the importance of legacy and the importance of, of the politics and her point of view and his point of view. And he's like, okay, look, enough is enough. I get it. I told you what you can do. I told you that if you want to go on, you want to make your own choices, fine, but let me help you out. And still, you still say, he's like, I'm, so, I'm, not, telling, I'm not giving you a, chance, a choice anymore. I'm telling you what you got to do. It's an order. This is who you're going to marry. We're going to unite the houses, and you can't bang your uncle, but you can fuck your cousin, is, what, is basically what he says to her. That's the deal. And so you're going to marry your cousin. So he, sent, so he, he sends her off to do that. And she goes, okay, fine. I'll bang my cousin. But in order to do that, you got to get rid of dipshit who is clearly trying to mess things up with me and spying on me and doing all that. Say goodbye to Hightower. And he's like, okay, okay, you're right. And he does. And he's right to do so because he says it to him in that room. He goes, look, your, uh, your judgment's impaired. Everything that you did and all these things, and I, I, I see it. And the way that you put it in there, not even realizing the whole reason that your daughter came to me in the first place is because you put her there. I didn't see it. It was a good move, and I didn't see it. And he's like, oh, yeah, sire, sire. Like, Stop with the sire stuff or your, your grace. Stop. I, I, everything that you did, much appreciated. Your services are no longer wanted. Beat it. And it was a great scene. It's a great scene because it's going to set up so much where you know that Hightower is going to... That's why I said he's the little finger of the show for me so far. Everything that he he is going to strive to get his grandson in that throne. And it's going to be all about um, Renera and Damon making sure that they're in power. And then I can't forget the scene where where the king finally confronts Damon and says, okay... Same, the king. This is the king. The king has a great episode. I gave, in in my immediate reaction, I gave it to Rhaenyra, But I, the, as far as the MVP of the episode, but the king, king really comes through a couple different times. King's like, okay, I let you back in. I, I I gave you a hug. We got hammered in the courtyard together. You know, I was going to let you come back in and be in the kingdom again. And then you try to bang my daughter, and you only do it because you want to, you, for your political aspir- aspirations, and because you want to be the king. And Damon doesn't really deny it. And Damon even lies to him and says, yeah, 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 I did exactly what, I, what you say I did. And who cares? We can do what we want. And, the, and Allison even says to him, uh, to the king, he's like, how do, you, how do you believe what he's saying? Why would he lie about something like that? Because he always spits nonsense. That's what this guy does. And there's just these little bits of dialogue when a character's not even in the scene and they talk about him that furthers the character. Is what I love about the show overall whether it's something in a line Allison says about Damon 
or a line that um, Monera says about Hightower, or th- it just elevates the character work throughout the entire, every little scene, every little episode. It's just this maneuvering and placement of the, uh, of, of the politics that's just so intriguing. When it, it's, it truly fits the title of Game of Thrones. And with House of the Dragon, the way that's played, and a lot of times when people throw a name of the title of a show or a movie and it's like, oh, there it is. But it's like, no, when they kept saying House of the Dragon throughout this episode, it was powerful and it made sense of what they wanted to do and how they wanted to make House of the Dragon and the lore of the Conqueror, Aegon the Conqueror and all that stuff and how he, he was the one who, who, who brought together the Seven Kingdoms and all. It, it, just be, it just makes you more fascinated with the lore and the way that they're playing. And they're only four episodes in how strong it is so far. But Damon's banished again. Get out of here. Don't come back. He'll be back. Um, and now it's, you know, Damon's the one that, he says to him, he says, well, why don't you just wed her to me? Says, no, I'm not doing that. But I am going to wed her to, to, to my nephew. Okay. Keep that, keep that hair going on. Um, but again, consistent to what we learned in Game of, Th- Game of Thrones. I mean, what Jon Snow and um, Daenerys were related some way, right? Yeah, yeah. So get all grossed out at the end. Uh, that's right. They get freaked out because they're related. Uh, anyway, so that's what the Targaryens do. Uh, Jamie Lannister saw some meme where he was watching the episode. Like, oh, okay. Everybody else is doing this too. So it's all set up to where now, by uniting the kingdoms and her going off to marry her cousin. And um, and Hightower now kind of thrown out as the as the hand of the king, and Allison kind of Allison had an episode too that people are talking about where she's. It, it was this juxtaposition of what Rhaenyra does not want to do and does not want to be, and she even says to her and kind of holds her tongue at one point and says, ah, you know, just to be betrothed to a king and just spitting out heirs and locked in a castle, and then you kind of cut. To a scene where this, the king summons Allison to have sex with her, and she's just laying there, just kind of doing her duty at this point, as opposed to not really having this passion. Then you cut to Renera, who is in, in enduring this passion, and, and all. It's it was such a great way to to show everybody what they're going through, and to where even Allison now is so lonely, to where she's just looked upon as like the queen now. To see what where, what what's how it is her character going to change? Is it going to be for the better, for the worse? Is she going to try to get her son into the throne? Is she going to stay in this past? Because she seems to be one of the real good ones. Um, will she stay that way? There's so many questions. Each, each, each character, you're like, oh, wait, well, that person, that person, that person, that person. Um, anyway, I love this episode. Thought it was fantastic. Really dug it. Very curious to what you guys think. Did you like the episode? I saw some people saying that it was their least favorite, and I know that maybe not as powerful as the last two, but I still think that it just furthered the story so much, and I think that this episode is going to prove to show that the things, the events that happen in this episode are going to shape the remainder of the season. But I'm curious to hear what you guys say, and please, one more time, yeah, no. subscribe um, if you're brand new to the channel, trying to get to 70,000. Love to hear. Look at the Game of Thrones stuff that we do. I'm going to do a D23 recap today. And we have Cobra Kai interviews with the creators of the show, John Hurwitz, Hayden Schlossberg, and Josh Heald, um, Mary Mauser, and Sean Kanan, all in the same episode today. We're going to drop that a little later today. So make sure you check that out. All right. Thank you guys so much. Appreciate you. And we'll see you on the flip side. It's House of the Dragon.